بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد yesterday we discussed the tasbihat after the first salah and the virtue that rasulullah sallallahu mentioned about this the other occasion where the same tasbihat have been advised and that is where its name comes from as tasbih fatimi is at the time of going to bed before a person sleeps to recite these tasbihat a very well known narration the incident that is mentioned regarding the background to this prescription of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that sayyida fatima radhiyallahu ta'ala anha she was advised by hazrat ali radhiyallahu himself he encouraged her that there have been some some slaves that have been brought so some slave could be requested from rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he grant you one some slave woman to assist with all the chores of the house the chores of the house in that time and age was very unlike the chores of the house in this age nowadays a lot of the chores are related to pressing some buttons or opening some tab and there are other things obviously that involves work but a lot lot of the things that nowadays the point where it starts off from the processes in that time started of many many steps behind for example if somebody now wants to make some roti for that matter so the flour is already available in that time we had to first grind the wheat or the barley and then all the processes that will go with it now if you want some water you open the tap but in that time you have to first go and fetch it from the well so there are many many very difficult things which nowadays we can't even imagine and these difficult chores were being undertaken by Fatima radiyallahu anha herself in terms of fetching that water from the well on a in a leather bag now that's very weighty the weight of that water it would leave scars and then cooking on that open fire obviously in a confined place the smoke the fumes and all the other difficult things that you saw go along with it in that time people would have some animal milking animal or something to take care of that animal all these things would go along with it so this was the need this wasn't some luxury this was the need that somebody to assist with all this so fatima radhiyallahu anha comes to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but at that time there were some others present some men were there so this was the natural haya that i cannot go and now start talking in the presence of these men so she returned without asking anything and according to one hadith it is mentioned that she mentioned it to hazrat aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala anha any case that night nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam comes to their home and he inquires that you had come what was the issue so the ali radhiyallahu anhu explains this is what was the issue i sent her that this was all these are all the difficult tasks that she undertakes and therefore i said that she should come and request because now some slaves have come 
so maybe she can be granted one slave now who is the request for the request is for that personality who is sayyidatu nisa'i ahli al-jannah the queen of the woman of jannah and the daughter of that father who the earth hasn't seen and will never see such a compassionate father rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's compassion his kindness wanting the best for everybody and here this is his daughter who is the queen of jannah and she is undertaking all these tasks and now there is a request and that request was within the capacity at that time to fulfill it as as requested but nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam always turned the attention to something greater now our understanding of something greater is always or generally in regards to dunya what is greater in terms of dunya that if somebody has something then greater for me would be something more of dunya but nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam always turned the attention of the sahaba ikram to something that is greater in reality so on this occasion when this request was put forward nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to them to both hazrat ali radhiyallahu ta'ala an hazrat fatima ibn ha that hal adullukum ala khairin mimma sa'altuma Should I tell you something better than what you have requested? You are asking for a servant to help, to assist with all these chores. Should I tell you something even better? So what is better? Says, please do tell us. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught them this that when you get to your bed, ida ataytuma madajiakuma. When you come to your bed, that's the time to be recited. So a person has come to his bed. Now he sits and recites these tasbihat. again the same lesson that was discussed yesterday one is to just get rattling off the tasbihat just to get it done just to tick the check box so many of the things we do just to tick the box that's done but if for example now we need to eat and at home the food is cooked in such a way that it just is for the purpose of ticking the box so anything that is just anyhow done any haphazard manner and anything that can be called a meal but we are not happy with that there'll be a big problem there'll be a lot of issues that will come up because we will take offense to that that is this is how something to be done so when it comes to our things of dunya our personal issues our food our clothing other things we don't just want to tick the box we want to tick the box in gold so when it comes to deen then that too should be the, the same zeal should be there that is not just to get it done it's how to do it in a way that takes us closer to allah taala not only that we will get the benefits and the rewards of it that is there but for the aashiq of allah taala for the person who has the muhabbat of allah taala everything he does he does in a way that increases this mohabbat everything he does he does it in a way that can bring him closer to his mahboob he's not just wanting to do it anyhow now if that wife just did it haphazardly is she going to be receiving the favors of the husband or the anger of the husband so now she wants to draw the favors so she's going to do it in a way that pleases now likewise this is just a very very minor 
thing in dunya in terms of this is just a relationship between insan here we are talking about a relationship between khalid and makhluk the relationship with, between our rab and us so now it's just a matter of just getting done that's not the way so do it in a proper manner to recite it subhanallah subhanallah alhamdulillah deeply from the heart consciously so now what is the recitation of these tasbihat at that time so nabi sallallahu says to them that these tasbihat 33 times subhanallah 33 times alhamdulillah and 34 times allahu akbar this is khairun lakuma min khadimin this is better for you than a khadim now who is he saying this to who made the request the queen of jannat the most beloved daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and who is this request being put forward to the most compassionate father that the earth has ever seen and will ever see but this was his compassion the compassion is not always in giving dunya the compassion is beyond that when a person has true compassion then whatever dunya is necessary he will make intizam for that too he will do what is in his capacity whatever some comfort is possible he will give that as well no problem and we are not of that level so within our capacity we will do these things but the greater compassion is to guide somebody to what is of eternal benefit what is of greater benefit to them in dunya and akhirat so Nabi Islam said this is better for you than a servant and Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha happily accepts this she is more than happy to accept this that yes this is enough for me so this is the very important amal that should be done at this time and Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala this is taught to him by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. so this must have been Allah knows best how many years before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi left this dunya now so many years later in the time when he is the Amirul Mu'mineen in the time of his Khilafat he is discussing this and he is relating this incident and then he says from the day now that is now probably more than 30 years later <coughs> he says from the day that Rasulullah taught this to us from that day to this day I haven't missed it once this is the istiqamat this is the punctuality and the steadfastness with which they did what they had to be, what they were told, what they were advised, the commitment to it. So she is from that day now, this is more than 30 years later, she is not a single night I missed it. Somebody asked that not even on the occasion of Sifin, when you were the commander in chief, that battle that was to take place the next day and all the concern and the work and the whatever arrangements organization that you were responsible for and at that time that night you took that small nap even that occasion you didn't forget it's not even on that occasion the other very important aspect in this is that this is one of the many things that have been thought to be recited at the time of going to bed this does be hard and there are so many du'as that Rasulullah would recite there are so many other aspects ayatul kursi various du'as Inshallah some of it we will discuss in the days to come. But the lesson in all this is that a person now is going to sleep. He doesn't even know whether he will wake up from this sleep in dunya. He might be woken up in the qabr by the angels. He might be going to sleep now and he will 
not open his eyes in dunya again. It's a possibility. So now how will he want to leave dunya? Because once he falls asleep, then he doesn't know what's going on. He might pass away maybe one, year, one hour later, maybe three hours later, five hours later. But in all that duration of time, he has no idea what's going on, he's fast asleep. And how many a person then suddenly passed away in the sleep? How does a person want his last amal to be? Because that will be the last thing recorded now. After that he fell asleep, so the last thing recorded will be what he did before he fell asleep. Now, one is, mashallah, the person, he recited these tasbihat. So now so many times he praised Allah Ta'ala. So many times he extolled the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, 34 times. Then he recited the du'as. And in these du'as, there's so much of meaning in it, there's istighfar in it, there's du'a in it. And having recited all these aspects, now he fell asleep. Subhanallah, if he, his moth came in that sleep, and this was his last amal. And al-ibratu bil khawatim. The end result or the last action, that is going to be the basis on which things are going to be judged. So now his last amal was so many ad'iyah and du'as and tasbihat and extolling the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. Inshallah, summa inshallah, that moth if it came in that condition would be a very good death. Because he finished off on all these amal. But Allah forbid the last thing person fell off going to sleep with sin in his ears with sin in his eyes he fell asleep watching haram he fell asleep listening to haram those earphones were stuck and music was playing and now moth came in that condition the person fell asleep that's the last thing last thing his eyes saw and the last thing his ears in that condition moth came what kind of a moth will that be so this is not just a time to just take things for granted. It's a time of concern. And therefore we find so many du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who is making this du'a? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The ma'asum nabi of Allah ta'ala. This is for our ta'aleem to teach us three times. Allahumma qini azabaka yawma tab'atu ibadat. Allah save me from your azab on the day when you will resurrect your servants. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa ma'asum. What azab can there ever be any question about it? But we are the ones being taught that remember this is you're going to sleep, you might not wake up. And no ma'ukhtul maut. Sleep is the sister of death. So these du'as and all these amal, so that a person finishes off, if his life has to go in that condition, he goes with all these amal to his cousins. And he finishes off on this note. So that time of sleeping, shaitan and nafs conspire to get a person involved in haram at that time. If it's nothing else, then haram thoughts. So that he finishes off sleeping in a manner and on haram. Now that whole sleep is impacted by that haram. And then such a person now, how he's going to wake up for Fajr Salah? How he's going to wake up for Tahajjud is far away. How he's going to wake up for Fajr Salah when he fell asleep with haram in his mind, haram in his heart and in all kinds of haram thoughts. So this is shaitan's attack at that time. So the defense against that are these tasbihat, very consciously, very deeply from the heart, these duas, everything a person now is going to sleep before he goes to sleep, he's double checking every window is closed, he's double checking the doors are locked, 
he's making sure the alarm is switched on and then he's double checking that whatever other security measures he has in place all these defense systems and securities, everything is put in place for the protection of our physical self, for our dunya so what defense we put in place for the protection of our iman for the protection that if we have to pass away now in this condition we pass away in a state of the obedience of Allah Ta'ala in a state that we have now pleased Allah Ta'ala so these du'as, now that's the time shaitan attacks so these tasbihat done very consciously, not just to get it done with done consciously, done with the presence of mind and these du'as recited properly all these things become the defense this becomes the mechanism to protect us so Allah wa ta'ala give us tawfiq that we take the effort and very consciously complete these tasbihat and these du'as etc we should try and learn these du'as many simple very easy to learn du'as uh, many short kitabs that have these compilations of du'as we should try and acquire them, learn one dua every week. These duas will take maybe three minutes to learn, one minute to learn some of them. They are so short and concise. But if we took one whole week to learn one dua also, what did it really matter as long as we start practicing upon it and it becomes part of our life, it will bring so much of khair and barakat and it becomes the means of protecting us from all these attacks of nafs and shaitan. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, inshaAllah. The mamulat of the day, last the ayat of surah al-hashr a'udhu billahi as-sami' al-'alim min ash-shaytan ar-rajim a'udhu billahi as-sami' al-'alim min ash-shaytan ar-rajim a'udhu billahi as-sami' al-'alim min ash-shaytan ar-rajim wallahu alladhi la ilaha illa huwa 'alim al-ghaib wash-shahada huwa ar-rahman ar-rahim wallahu alladhi la ilaha illa huwa al-malik al-quddus as-salam al-mu'min al-muhaymin al-'aziz al-jabbar al-mutakabbir سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم The last three قلس three times each this becomes a protection for a person from تفيك من كل شيء the explanations which we had yesterday بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس ان شرق الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنه والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس ان شرق الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنه والناس حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم سبحان الله بحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد ان لا اله الا انت